0: Hello, everybody. Hope you're having a wonderful day, wherever you are, and whatever time you're watching this, if it's night time, then I hope you're going to go to sleep soon, because that's essential. Um, I'm going to be talking to the wonderful me for Queen, or Mary, in a minute, but first, we're going to watch the video that is always at the start of this show, if you haven't realised by now. We always play this lovely little video from the wonderful people at Analog Trash who are an independent record label. Do watch it, enjoy the psychedelic moments and do then go and check out their website afterwards. There you go. Did you enjoy that, Mary?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's your connection with um, with Analog Trash?
0: Um, we decided to to allow them to uh, sponsor the show. By that, what I mean by that is that they occasionally send me a box with some lovely goodies in it. Correct. Um, but actually, I just know Adrian, and he's doing a wonderful job.
1: Yeah.
0: Of, Amazing. you know, trying to push independent music. And look, you know, it's hard work, isn't it?
1: I'm all for it, yeah. <laughs> <Sounds> yeah. <great.
0: laughs> so, uh, you know, he, he's doing a great job. And uh, the, the current thing is, folks, uh, if you check out their website, is that they've got some lovely surprise boxes. You get £50 worth of music in various hard format forms uh, for, for half the price. Mm. You don't know what you get in the box. That's the that's the cool thing. Oh, I think that's fun that's fun. That's fun, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Pick a mix. Maybe you should put some pick a mix in there as well because I love those, I love some sweets. right not, Are you a sweet person or a chocolate person? Um, both. Are you? Um,
1: but oh, yeah, oh, I really? always send out a few sweets if I'm sending out physical stuff because I just think if you yeah. don't like sweets. I mean, I don't know, it didn't really, it hasn't really come into my consciousness that you wouldn't, you could always pass them on, but it's just a nice thing to find in a package, isn't it?
0: Well, and the great thing is by then sending out those is that you're encouraging people to need to exercise. See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> which is, again, is an essential part of uh, life, like eating. Mm-hmm. It's kind of yeah. a cycle, isn't it? Actually, that we all go around, which is that we eat, therefore we need to exercise yeah yeah
1: yeah in some ways that's certainly how my brother-in-law got into it um even if now he would say he's kind of you know it's expanded a little bit but um but yeah he definitely started being a personal trainer so that he could just eat more or eat what he wanted
0: really Um, yeah i i I wanted to start with that that uh piece of music and the video because it's fantastic um you look like you were having so much fun out there in the woods (laughs) yeah (laughs) was it a group of friends or was it were it people that you'd never met before was it a mix
1: yeah it was basically um yeah they're friends that we've made through um because we moved here just uh nearly four years ago and um it, it been
0: where About, you
1: outside reading lovely yeah um and um Our plan was always to move up to Scotland, but we basically, this was a kind of short-term plan with my sister just to live near each other while we had very small children at kind of roughly, you know, the same age. Um, And she started up um, what was affectionately known as Mum Gym.
0: Mum um, Gym.
1: Because she did her knee in so she couldn't run. And so my brother-in-law was a bit like, well, you could just start kind of doing some strength training, doing some, you know... um, squats i'd never done any squats wow. um and um yeah four years later it's now uh, a sort of community exercise franchise um that she started and you know that that sort of sense of community obviously um through lockdown you know that idea of actually knowing the people engaging with the people who live near you you know because we moved here and we didn't we didn't know anyone um and um yeah, this has become an amazing way to just feel part of a kind of Uh, to feel part of a network of you know the people who live near you who might you know you might not have tons in common but um, through just coming together two or three times a week and then also through lockdown we were kind of paired up and we we found ways to kind of you know because you were allowed like to exercise with one other adult Um, so we put this big spreadsheet together and it became like a real lifeline for people through that time um, of just being able to get out the house once a week to just go and do something for yourself, you know, particularly people with small children. It's just, you know... Um,
0: it's... So was that the inspiration for the track or was... The...
1: Yeah, loosely. Um, as with, you know, the whole of the album, it's sort of, there were elements of it that started, like the the, the grains of it started in lockdown. Um, and then for us personally, we, we moved through a kind of a sort of different... Uh, we came out of COVID and moved into a slightly different phase, which was sort of COVID by another net. You know, it's another kind of lockdown, basically, um, where my husband was ill, and oh, so yeah. life sort of shrank for a little bit. And um, and this community around us, you know, they were so brilliant to us. Like I said, people that we didn't actually know that well, just from you know chucking tractor ties around together, you know, so all of a sudden they just became be like, you know, just turning up on the doorstep. You're like, do you need a lasagna? <laughs> I'll be like, we absolutely do need a lasagna. Thank you. you. never
0: I did, look, there's never a time when lasagna. you're gonna turn um, a lasagna, away,
1: um, is Exactly. Um, and so it was this sort of we've just felt really held by this, yeah, a kind of force field of of just love and support from them. And so I really wanted the video to be, I had this idea because it's sort of more upbeat, um, and um, I just wanted it to feel uh, as or to look as kind of fun and uplifting as 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 the kind of the energy and the intent that 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 um, creates. Oh, it's
0: definitely got um, great energy. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely so, got that.
1: Yeah, so I was like, there has to be a choreography sort of element, and I would really like it to just be us dancing, maybe not very well, um, but just in the woods and having fun because, yeah, uh, that kind of spirit of just. You know it's it's very kind of naff but it is a useful like that that term of like showing up you know just just I found it hugely uh therapeutic um particularly so Dave was in hosp- hospital for a, about a month uh the worst point he's better now um and I spent five minutes every day just doing chin-ups <laughs> which I'd always wanted to, to be able to do. But, you know, traditionally women have very bad upper body strength, you know, it's just different kind of makeup. And, um, and, and yeah, it took me about six weeks, but I did, it was just five minutes a day that I could put into just going outside. It was January. It was that kind of really bleak time of year. Um, and to feel yourself getting physically stronger as you come through, you know, for me, the most challenging thing I've ever been through, um, it just felt strangely like I could see my, I could visualize this sort of resilience. You know, I was like, I know that I can do this. You know, I know that I'm, you know, and it helps. It helps with your mental kind of fortitude as well. Um, and, you know, and, and just aside from that, yeah, that that physical community, those actual people who are around you. And, you know, it's so important. Um, is, is
0: resilience thing. a a theme for you? Mm
1: yeah absolutely and the joy in res- resilience you know cuz bad stuff is going to happen to all of us you know it, it, right. it, it will just come it's an it's an inevitability right um and admittedly you know we we've, we've been through a lot um in a quite short space of time but um um it's sort of yeah it's never ceases to amaze me those the, the, the kind of the light that gets through um and so i really wanted the album to be a sort of really A document to that time a kind of you know just testifying that we we were there we went through it we kind of somehow got out the other side um and hopefully that could you know that could be uplifting if it's something similar to what you've been through or not you know whatever really hopefully um yeah
0: there's a there's a certain sort of quirky playfulness to your music where does that come from
1: Mm. where does it come from so there's an Ivor Cutler cover that we I put on this record um, and yeah, I, I just think I've always had, I think when you start writing, um, for me personally, it took a long time. They say you have to sort of write however many hundred songs to get through to your, you know, the voice that feels a bit closer to what's in your head and that certainly took a long time for me and I I, you know it's not the same for everyone but for me it definitely took it took time and I I um I didn't want to just write really really serious songs I mean my I always think my voice when I sing sounds quite serious so I sort of have to try and undercut it a little bit and um I want things to sound conversational I want things to, I definitely am on the side of kind of naturalism. Like I, um, and I, w- with any writing, you know, whether it's for the theatre or anything, I, I want lyrics to be stuff that you would say, you know, maybe slightly elevated. Obviously, it's not completely literally as you would, it's not prose. Um, but I like sort of playing around with that bit where the two meet, you know, where it, you could almost be t- talking. Um, and, yeah just because I'm also quite a sort of silly person <laughs> I have a sense of humor and I, I've yeah it's always been a question trying to like bring those those things together so do that, you immerse yourself
0: me. in those sort of thing? is that the sort of thing that's fun to you like um comedy or you know sort of um you know what 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 sort of things do you watch on tv for example that
1: Yeah, I mean, I love. uh, There's loads of comedy that I love. You know, I love drama too. I, I, you know, I've I've got pretty eclectic tastes. Um, but, but ultimately, it's yeah, it's that thing of trying to, um, trying to find. Yeah, trying to link up those different parts of your personality because I, you know, I, I also I do have serious thoughts as well. So it's sort of trying to pull them all together without getting that like weird dissonance that you sometimes get. uh,
0: Actually, you can make some of the most serious.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Stuff, uh, yeah, resonates Absolutely. more, can't you? By not necessarily wallowing it, yeah, you know, but actually yeah. uh, finding a slightly, slightly humorous or a, a slightly better under, you know, more open undertone to it, so that mm-hmm. actually it just doesn't feel like it's you know ruining everybody's day <laughs> no absolutely
1: that's the thing that's the thing and you do you know increasingly um you know you, you don't want to have obviously the someone's response in the front of your mind you know you just want to get the thing out but but you know the, so the example of like someone like Ivor Cutler you know that you know he was a uh, that song Beautiful Cosmos that's on the album, um, it has everything for me. It's it's you know, I heard I heard it on a I think it was Katie Tunstall was doing a documentary about it and and they played an excerpt of it and I was like, this is absolutely perfect. You know, it's like you you sit with your sandwich, I look at a roll, and you know, sometimes I open my mouth and shut it we have a beautiful cosmos you and me we have a beautiful cosmos and it just felt absolutely perfect you know it's it was the domestic the 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 the, the, the idea behind this album started off as like hyper domestic i wanted it to be like uh, a doll's house or something you know when you're sort of from lockdown but you know where the the everyday just expands and becomes everything's out of out of proportion, you know, um, uh, because that's all you're seeing and, and life kind of shrinks down. Um bit kind of Alice in Wonderlandy. Um and um yeah and that song Beautiful Cosmos just sounded perfect. And I find it really moving, but obviously some of the some of the words are funny, you know, it's like <laughs> it can be both. <laughs> um yeah is there
0: something as a musician you've struggled with physically in terms of making music over the years
1: um as in the struggle to find that voice is that what you mean or, well, find maybe, the balance?
0: Yeah. or and maybe not so much with the voice but actually i i'm i'm always interested you know uh did, did you take to instruments particularly well or was there one where you went oh my goodness i can never seem to get yeah. my hands to do this
1: yeah okay so um yeah I mean I I'm basically a classical sort of boffin that's where I started like I, hmm. I learned piano at a very young age and um and was totally hooked like I just I did a lot of classical music and um something in my did, did that restrict
0: me. you at all did that yeah, then restrict possibly
1: you? I don't know it's in yeah. like I I feel um yeah I picked up cello very quickly and then more recently it's you know the last kind of i don't know when i started playing guitar about 5 or 6 years ago um that's been really fun because and it's completely transformed you know writing on the guitar just feels like surprise after surprise you know it's really um right. completely unguided and um and uh, you know t- to the to the point that you know to play with i think it's um for other musicians, you know, all of my songs are in different tunings. Um, and um, curse you, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm trying to sort of, yeah, br- bring, bring it in line slightly. Um, because certainly on that, yeah, on this last tour, just trying to work out how to play all of these songs back to back. Um, it's just a lot of tuning, yeah. um, or a lot
0: of guitars, uh, yeah. yes, exactly,
1: <laughs> one or the other. Um, but um, yeah, guitar, I've really, really enjoyed I mean I I have a kind of you know I can learn things very quickly but then I probably plateau quite quickly but um yeah I mean jazz piano is something that's kind of always evaded me I just feel like I will never I'm just I'm always going to think about what chord I'm playing I'm never going to be able to just find that you know full freedom with it but you know I did start doing a jazz piano course um, a couple of years ago, actually just before my husband got ill. So I keep meaning to kind of bring it back again and and get back on it. Um, So, yeah.
0: Um, It's not a lot then that you haven't tried.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, there's different instruments I'd like to learn, but, you know. Drums? um, Do you know what? Not so much drums. (laughs) (laughs) Um
0: not just, really uh, not really fancying that not really Yeah, I
1: on. don't know. I just um yeah. Do you know what the clarinet is the one that I'd for some reason really love. Um wow. yeah. um yeah, I don't know what it is the sort of te- texture of it and um so maybe one day. But the thing is with these things it's like it's a it's a big expense just like Isn't admitting to just buying an instrument like that. Um but um yeah. But I think exploring, particularly like different different instruments that let you kind of explore different genres is kind of interesting, too, because the piano is always going to lead you a certain way. And the guitar is, you know, like a, there's a song that I wrote called Jessica, which was the first song I really properly wrote on the guitar. And I just knew I had to, I, I basically had to learn it because i knew it wasn't going to work on the piano i just had this sort of guitar part in my head and i was like right i just need to try and work out how to play it and it was sort of as simple as that it was in it was um it was a real uh yeah it was there was a sort of necessity of it i was like well i've just got to figure it out so um, but it, you
0: you strike me though that if if you entered a room and there was just like lots of different instruments there you you'd probably have a go so if there was a oh, dulcimer yeah. there or yeah a, definitely yeah you know yeah 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 ukulele or something you just you pick it up and have a go
1: yeah i'll have a go yeah exactly um and yeah i mean i used to work in a violin and cello shop so i've played a little bit of violin i can sort of do, wow. you know i can i can figure things out normally um i say that i mean there's still loads of instruments that i'd be completely <laughs> lost with but um but um yeah um it's a fun way like i said of different genres because you can get sort of quite pigeonholed sometimes, um, or you get kind of stuck inside your own brain really. So it's just about trying to find ways of like breaking out of that.
0: Well, in terms of your listening to music, what was the what was the door opening moment for you in terms of maybe hearing a particular piece or a, or a, a group or an artist or whatever that went, oh, I really I really need to do this with my life. Mm,
1: yeah, I I have I've probably got. I've got two very specific ones from when I was at uni because I was studying languages, but I kind of knew I wanted to do music and I wasn't really sure what kind of, you know, um, what form that was going to take. Um, I'd already started writing, but I hadn't sung in front of anyone. Um, so in my first or second year, first year, I think I went to see, um, Someone called Hayley Glenny-Smith and she was supporting M. Ward. This is why you should always go early to see the support act. Always. My always. memory of that gig will always be Hayley Glenny-Smith before anything. You know, I didn't really know mm. M. Ward that much. We were just going to see a gig. It was at the Bush Hall and it seemed like a nice place to go. And um, she sang this song called Love You. Um, and it was in five. It was sort of just had this perfect lilt to it. There's something about her voice that sounded Maybe I heard something similar in it that I could, you know, anyway, so I had this strange mission coming back to uni. I was like, I got my friend, Nick, who has played, we've played in bands since and, um, I was like, I'm going to sing you this song. I think someone needs to sing it at the open mic night. I need to find, as in I was sort of, I don't know, I, I thought I was like an A&R guy or something, do you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I need to find a singer. Um, like, it literally had not, you know, it wasn't like secretly I was hoping he, would, you know, I was just genuinely like, it's a great song and we've got an open mic night coming. And I just think, you know, I think it'd be really nice for it to get. <laughs> do, you,
0: do you think, now looking back, really deep down in your subconscious, you were going, and that's me.
1: I honestly um, don't know because I was man, so painfully man. shy. Um, and I'd what? sung in, um, uh, well, shy of my voice because I'd sung in choirs. Um, uh, in fact, I hadn't got into the choir at my, in my school because they said my voice wasn't loud enough. So I'd sort of like written myself out of that. I was like, right, I can't sing. You know, my my sort of commodity, my assets right. are my piano playing, my cello playing. The voice is not going to be an option, even though I'd been writing songs since i was about 14 but i just was like i'm not going to be the one who's going to sing them um anyway i sang sang him this song um refute i was like you have to turn away you can't look at me while i'm singing
0: oh right, well, you had it <laughs>
1: And he was like... Yeah, think- the Jim
0: Morrison moment. Yeah.
1: He was like, I think you should just sing the song, mate. Just do it. You know, like, who who else are you going to get to sing it? And, yeah. and I was like, yeah, fair enough. And that was it, you know. And then I started writing songs with, you know, this other guy, Rob, and started performing more. And then by the, by the time I, you know, had left uni, I was like, yeah, this is it. Oh, this will be... This will be wow. me.
0: That's a story, isn't it? So if it hadn't been for that performance that you went to see, that song, and then... Your mate saying, "Well, you've got, you've got, to, you've got to sing it. We may never be here."
1: Yeah, no, it is. It's mad. I think you know.
0: But everyone's got um, those little moments. Yeah, you know, exactly. magic, really.
1: Exactly. You know, and then and then there are smaller sort of incremental ones because I know that I think I came across you through Polly Polsma, right? Mm. And um, and Polly is someone who I saw about five or six years ago when I was sort of having a little bit of a crisis of, you know, um some sort of a existential crisis about writing and about whether I was a proper artist or not. And, you know, just kind of general gubbins that came to me at the end of my twenties when I was like, Oh, what am I doing? And I saw Polly pet play. Um, and there was something there again, going back to that kind of conversational thing and the fact that she sings in her own voice, Um, you know, she is English. Um, I'm actually Scottish. I've just got a really useless kind of boring <laughs> accent that's been kind of, you know, it's just disappeared over the years. But um, but she sang very much in her own voice and in her own words, you know, she she was yeah, kind yeah. of wordy and sort of slightly academic and like but yeah, bookish and sort of um playful and clever. And I just thought that
0: slightly geeky in a way. Yeah,
1: I was yeah, like yeah. that. That I like, and I haven't really seen that before. Um, and yeah, and that definitely was was another moment of like. And I listened I to totally
0: her. know what you mean with Polly. I mean, I, I, yeah. and I say this with no disrespect to Polly because I think her music's absolutely amazing. But sometimes you think, oh, she 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 put another word in there, <laughs> or <laughs> or. That that, that that wasn't the word I was expecting to come. Yeah but that's, that's yeah. what's so good about it, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly um yeah so yeah it's been a real dream getting to kind of you know I got to play some shows with her last year and then we did this live stream together last month and hopefully we'll 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 do some writing together too um but yeah she that's a rare example of like meeting a hero who who turns out to be just really lovely
0: <laughs> I think that I think I think there's plenty actually I know, um, I, know
1: I, but I know but, I yeah. there are <laughs> there. but no I kind of um, had a feeling we'd get along and luckily you know I was I was right
0: yeah that's that's fantastic and in terms of in, in terms of your music where's the biggest challenge going forward what what's the one f- sort of big ambition for you that you feel like around the corner i'd love to do this is the bit the thing that i'd really love to do
1: mm. wow there are there are many i mean to be honest to be totally honest the, the at this point it's just a pure survival for a lot of us you know like being yeah. a singer songwriter is is not my only form of income if it were you know um um yeah, i mean it just couldn't be um and having just done a a tour that i booked you know it, it's uh, yeah everyone will be saying the same thing it's incredibly hard to to sell to get people to buy music it's incredibly hard to get people to come to gigs in some case you know we are all struggling with the same things like wherever you are on the kind of ladder or in the ecosystem um and yeah a lot of us fighting for the same gigs on the same circuit on it just feels yeah it feels at the moment uh, slightly impossible, um, but I feel very lucky to have. You know, I've, yeah, I write for the theatre and we've had a, a great, you know, year so far. We've, um, uh, with sort of more stuff in the pipeline. So, um,
0: what about, what about a film? Would you love a, a piece in the film?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, Of course. Absolutely.
1: I mean, it's just different forms of storytelling, isn't it? And I exactly. think um yeah I would I would I would love to um move into move into that and it's yeah we'll we'll be based in Scotland from later on in this year and so I'm kind of excited to see how being part of like maybe a smaller um scene because the Scottish music scene is is considerably uh you know it's smaller it's friendlier I think you know because um um so yeah it'll be exciting to see what kind of things come up there's, at there's some
0: amazing stuff coming out of scotland though. yeah yeah exactly um, we had we had the uh, young artist sylvie on this show i don't know whether you've come across her at all
1: it Rings about yeah um
0: and she did a, a documentary for the bbc on mm-hmm. lovian and and what's coming out of lovian and oh, you wow. know uh, the, the facts of the matter is you know there's some big artists that have come out. of Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, Louis yeah, Capaldi, etc. Yeah. You know, so there's 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 quite a vibrancy up there mm-hmm. at the moment, even from some places where you know traditionally, I think what's happened there is traditionally it's been the major conurbations in Scotland where the music's come out of, but now it's like it is some of the more remote areas because of social media, it it can it can happen. You yeah, know? there there are some. Uh, they are a smartest, really kind of breaking through from those areas and maybe maybe it's something to do with storytelling that needs to come out of there's nothing to do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, know? Yeah. you know I think there's an element of that
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know do, do, do you find do you find that yourself even uh, even where you are there do you find that actually sometimes uh you know I mean we as you say so to some extent this this was a lockdown album do do you find Mm -hmm. that sometimes actually you can you can actually write out of the fact that there's not a lot happening as much as there is you know
1: yeah well it just makes space for other stuff to come through doesn't it um and I guess I mean lockdown affected everyone in so many different ways you know um and in some cases, you know, I've got friends who, you know, it was it was too much space and they didn't do well, you know, it wasn't good for them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, particularly, I think, if you were living alone, you know, that kind of, um, that silence was, was really, really tough. Um, but, um, no, I mean, I think whatever you're, you know, given... I, I mean, I wrote an album about cycling because I used to cycle a lot and that was where all of my ideas came from, you know, and I really miss in terms of like places that we've lived and stuff like that was I do miss some sort of a commute or like having to walk somewhere for you know whether it's walking around a city or you know I think I think those kind of moments can be really um really fruitful um and I guess it's about trying to sort of you know we'll be living near the beach which um I feel like it's not too bad a place to start.
0: <laughs> no, beaches, um, beaches, beaches are great. Absolutely, yeah. I'm still waiting for someone to write a, a, a an album about service stations. Mm-hmm. I, I just, yeah.
1: Well, Sam Samantha waits, who I just did a did a tour with. She did a whole album recorded in waiting rooms. Really? Um, yeah, which which was really beautiful. Yeah, it's a lovely album. It's like a live album, and it's and every single song is. Um, is in a different waiting room all, all the ah. way around UK. Yeah.
0: Um, you see, my concept for for service stations was this: that service stations are really interesting places because people just pop into them, don't they? For for like an hour or two. Yeah. And then, but they're on the move. Yeah. They're, they're constantly, you know, they're moving through it. It's a tertiary yeah. place. It doesn't, you, you know, you're not stopping there. But it, it but they're also the, these kind of places where Strangely, all walks of life come together for for ten minutes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Whereas
0: actually, they might avoid each other normally.
1: (laughs) Yeah, completely. No, there's only a handful of you know places like that now. Like A and E is another one where you are just you're just in the bucket of you know, and everyone's there. (laughs) It's kind of extraordinary. Um,
0: But I I, I feel that you know those those kind of things are important, and I think that was one of the things for me about the whole lockdown period was, was we suddenly did reconnect with a lot of people where we didn't know mm-hmm. where they would got to because we were all too busy kind of living yeah and suddenly yeah. you know everyone was in the same place which was here in front yeah. of us on the screen again so yeah. you know which wasn't a great reality but yeah. it, it did it did mean we kind of Made those connections again, which was yeah,
1: definitely, fun. definitely. And the, you know, there's there's so many people that will say now, like, they they did pick up some habits from lockdown that they are trying to, you know, whatever the silver linings that kind of whether that was like re- reconnecting with people that you've not been in touch with for a while or like learning a language. I mean, I certainly wasn't learning a language, but <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a
0: guy, says Andrew, who works down the service station, swears he's Bob the Top B. <laughs> It, it's it all happens at a service station <laughs> for, for anyone so that, be your
1: next project do you write as well
0: i i, I very occasionally do mm-hmm. um i don't get an awful lot of time because i'm so busy writing for other people not music necessarily mm-hmm. although mm-hmm. i do have i do have always on my deck for for those people that don't know me um alongside all of the various keyboards like computer keyboards that I have, I do have on my desk one of these things,
1: oh. um,
0: and I do have a guitar to the side of the desk, as well as 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 well as my trusty uh, record player, um, because I do need to write little bits of music for people for social media and stuff like that. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, no, it's uh, for me picking up the guitar is is more a place of more than anything at the moment of of just getting getting 10 minutes alone
1: oh yeah yeah (laughs) no there's a lot of that yeah (laughs) no I mean it's
0: actually it's something I've never asked a musician but I'll ask you because you're here um you know do you ever miss that about not being music sort of if if, if music's part of your job do you ever kind of miss that part of music where it's like actually there's no expectation on me other than this is just like something mm-hmm. I can just go and escape to
1: yeah I remember my um my friend Sam who who actually produced the Iron Horse album that album that was about cycling um he when I was just you know when I was first picking up the guitar um he'd kind of show me a few little kind of licks because there was something you know he was like once you can do this and then you can do this and like roughly mean bar chords which I still can't really play um but um I remember getting to us, you know, we'd done like a couple of sessions together and he was like, really, all you need now is just sort of 15 hours a day of just like noodling in your bedroom. <laughs> but by this point, I was sort of, you know, um, had a job, was in my late 20s, you know, that was just not going to happen. But um yeah. That that sort of time just noodling. Um is, that's so important. Yeah, yeah it exactly. really is. Um and I think it's reminding ourselves, you know, that's yeah, another thing that maybe in lockdown, that's the kind of time that just came out of of of, you know, just appeared um and it hadn't been there before and it's gone away again very quickly, you know, life oh, just goes on. I know.
0: I think everybody that had a guitar noodled in lockdown. Uh, yeah. But I think a lot of people have have kind of left it and yeah Uh, you know it's just it's really
1: hard it's really hard and even 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 you know i mean i teach and i do all sorts of but but you know even just the discipline of practicing every day if you're not gigging really regularly or you know um yeah it's hard enough so if you don't if you're not a professional musician you know um then it's even harder you know it's just 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 justifying that time you know we're so kind of conditioned to try and make every minute you know um productive um whereas you know what does that what does that really
0: mean what does productive really mean yeah exactly Um, do you know what you've been you've been an absolute pleasure to talk to (laughs) <laughs> um, we've we've gained some little insights into the music of me for queen yeah. but for, just before we leave you why me for queen by the way
1: why me for queen um i wish i had a better story behind it but me is my initials yeah and um i just like the sound of it i was just writing down a load of stuff i didn't for whatever reason when i was 23 or 24 whenever it was i just didn't want to didn't want to be my own name you know mary Erskine. i wanted it to be a different name so i just wrote down a load of things and that was the one that popped out i was like yep that's it didn't think about it too much and then here we are
0: correct answer always um, mary is it looks good on a the shirt
1: there you go yeah it's that too <laughs>
0: <laughs> always <laughs> if it looks good on a t shirt that's why i came up with the name you know, I don't need to justify it. It's enough. Though.
1: It's enough. Exactly. Uh,
0: absolutely. Uh, for anyone that hasn't checked out your music before, uh, where's the best place to go and find it?
1: Well, Graham, um, the new album comes out a week on Friday. So this is very Exciting. timely. Um, and there's a remix of one of the, uh, mm. songs that, that Tommy Perman, who used to record under the name Found, um, he has done a remix of Isolated, which is track number five on the album that comes out on Friday. And then the whole album comes out the following Friday.
0: Um, uh, but I have Australia, a... By the way, yeah. Oh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. I also have a Kofi page, which is sort of like Patreon, but just a bit cheaper, for all concerned um and um yes you can follow me on there um it's a sort of subscriber platform um or there's just good old instagram or facebook if you like to not quite get all the updates because facebook i don't think really show they just don't show anyone anything anymore um so yeah mailing well, list. let's
0: make sure let's yeah let's make sure that we put those links in when we share yeah. this around okay Absolutely. so that uh you know if you want to give a little bit of uh tea and coffee money every month uh to absolutely uh, and so um, just keep it going
1: we're doing an online listening party as well for subscribers um in a oh, couple of weeks wow. so if you sign up in time for that you can join us we'll just do a kind of a live listening through kind of over zoom and i'll just be chatting through the whole album
0: oh brilliant now where would you most like people to to be when they're doing the listening
1: when they're doing the listening well i basically what i'll do is i'll send a soundcloud link round
0: yeah
1: um and then we'll all get together in a kind of zoom group
0: but it would be nice to me uh, no yeah but it would be nice wouldn't it if if somebody could be in a really random place doing the listening oh that, yeah that... as
1: in like how far flung
0: yeah i mean yeah, Australia's
1: yeah. a good place to start australia's great <laughs> i'll take australia <laughs>
0: Maybe if uh, you know Stonehenge would be a great, a great mm-hmm. place if, if someone wants to go and uh, you know.
1: Yeah, sit, sit, some of the some the... of the wonders of the world. What are they? <laughs> Maybe a pyramid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Top> of Everest. <laughs> well, I just think
0: I just think that would be great for the publicity, right? For oh, the in- the old Instagram. Yeah. So if, if anybody wants to take part in that, um, and you can find yourself in a particularly interesting landmark. Yeah. Area. You know, maybe if you're on holiday somewhere. Um yeah. You know. No, so
1: far I've got someone in California, someone in like exactly. the south of France. Um yeah. So what we'll time, try will, to it what time will it be? What time will it be? 8pm UK time 8pm okay UK time next Friday.
0: Friday
1: so the listening party itself is on the, is two days after the, the album comes out, it's on Sunday the 4th of June it's
0: on Sunday the 4th of June, I'll see if I'm I'm down by the beach or somewhere like that that would be great, yeah lovely you see, <laughs> and I can take you a photo of me listening by the beach and everybody else can do the same and we, we can send them over to Mary and she can compile those
1: I could make a little video yeah,
0: yeah of, of like Where globally it was. I I just love having creative ideas about things like that, because I just think, you know, sometimes we just don't us as listeners or, in, you know, we, we don't we don't add to the creative atmosphere enough
1: yeah i know what you mean i know what you mean it's an active listening isn't it
0: yeah absolutely um, we yeah, I, I was awesome. talking to it uh to to a guest uh a couple of days ago and we decided that actually when when he does his listening party um everybody's going to write because he he's music doesn't have any lyrics to it
1: oh wow
0: and so we've decided that it, it's a listening party but everybody's going to write their response to the music <gasps> that's lovely uh, and then bring that together because I think that's yeah. a beautiful
1: thing yeah either that or maybe a drawing maybe a
0: or a drawing
1: my last album yeah they, they, they this, my friend did like a doodle for every album on the album every song on the album which turned into like a book of postcards but um I love that like a draw along maybe yeah um hmm.
0: all of those things are beautiful things
1: mm, absolutely
0: okay. it's a pleasure meeting you
1: thank you so much Graham thank, thank you, you for so- asking me
0: no, it's, it's wonderful. I love your music. I love your quirkiness. I love I love the uh, the sense of reality that you bring to to everyday things, but in a beautiful, uh, creative way that makes us all smile a little bit. Because we all need that.
1: Hey, right. I remember that. I'll take that as a quote, if that's okay. <laughs> of
0: course you can. Of course you can. Um, and please feel free to share this with people. And if you've been watching and you like this uh, and you want to share it, please do. Share it around the world um, so that more people can join Mary's little um, coffee shop. Uh, Odyssey. You know, Odyssey. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and pay us oh, a, pay, no. a, pay us pay us some money. You know. Sure. Because sure. pianos and guitars and stuff aren't cheap. Um, and, you know, yeah, great show from Aberdeen. Yeah, there we go. Got lovely. got someone up in Aberdeen there already. <laughs> um, so, yeah, when, when you listen, Andrew, please take some photos from Aberdeen. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Show sure us where you are.
0: Um, and until next time, thanks for listening to my music. Uh, we'll see you soon with yet more interviews like this. It's all about the music, folks. Nothing else. So, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. Bye for now.